This show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, that's interesting. How did that screen thing happen? Anyways, how are you doing this fantastic morning, Thursday, March the 25th of 2021? And it sounds like I have a relay going on somewhere. Somewhere going on with a, some kind of relay. Uh, so there you go. And it is day 84 of the year. Only 281s left. Hopefully everything is going fine and fantastic inside of your neck of the woods. Uh, so I guess I should say, well, good morning and thank you for hanging out. It is currently two minutes after the top of the hour. Uh, yes, really 7.02 exactly. Uh, we are as live and in living color as you can get just in case. I, I know some people were not happy yesterday, but that's perfectly fine. In regards of uh, of of what I had done, you know, the pre-record, because, you know, I was trying to talk about the DTA portion, but that's not important. We're here now. We are live. We are in living color. We are moving forward and talking about the things that are going on inside of the world of the news, the worlds of the trends and all that kind of fun stuff, because that's always important to talk about, discuss as we are hanging out on the show. Anyways, we are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, and streaming across the multiverse of Safety FM. And of course, that other place. You're being infiltrated. Radio Big. So a lot of things moving forward as we are talking right away. I, I have to tell you, I started looking up at what was trending this morning and what was the trends and everything and what people were looking at, sharing and all that kind of fun stuff. And I'm just not sure if this is really how we want to do the show, but we'll talk about it. Uh, three dolphins were spotted swimming in the East River near Brooklyn on Tuesday. Kellen and filmed the creatures as they casually how they went through the waterway calling the slight of a good omen i don't know is that the kind of show we're running around here i mean it can be if you want it to be that so uh i guess let's take a look at the video if you're kind of on the streaming platform uh i guess let's do it because i just uh, who knows who knows let's do it anyways we'll go safari mode here uh and this is the video right here in brooklyn It's so lovely. It's so lovely. Anyways, you got it. You got the gimmick. I'm I'm perfectly fine. Let's move on. I was probably more intrigued about loading a Dua Lipa video um, than anything else, but we didn't do that. Anyway, so that's what's going on inside of the world of uh, trends. I don't know why, but it is trending. <laughs> so I guess that's that's what the trends are today. Yeah, I know. Safety show, news show, and we're talking about dolphins in the East River. <sighs> what has happened to this show? 
Here is the news on the Rising Bar Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. North Korea's fired two ballistic missiles into the Sea of Japan, according to both Japan and the United States. It's the first such incident since Joe Biden entered the White House and has been condemned by Japan and South Korea. EU leaders are meeting to discuss a vaccine export ban amid a sluggish rollout on the continent. It comes as India reportedly places a temporary hold on exports of the Oxford AstraZeneca jab. This amid a surge in domestic demand to counter a second wave of infections, as Nihapunia reports from New Delhi. Sources are telling me that there will be no ban on exports. Local media are reporting that there will be no further expansion of vaccine exports and that this decision will be reviewed in another two months. Sources say India is on track to and will honour all existing commercial commitments, but any additional supplies to other countries will be made only after meeting domestic needs. India has exported 60 million doses to about 70 six countries so far, much more than it's administered locally. Of these vaccine exports, about 17 million have gone to the WHO-backed COVAX vaccine-sharing facility, but the Serum Institute has committed 200 million doses to this program. The UK is also waiting to get half of the 10 million doses it's ordered from the Serum Institute of India. E-commerce sites in China have pulled products linked to fashion brand H&M over an old statement reported by media last year. It had said it was deeply concerned about accusations of forced labour and said it didn't source products from Xinjiang province. Patrick Fock reports from Beijing. It's not clear how or why the statement from Swedish fashion retailer H&M has resurfaced now, but it comes as the European Union, US, UK and Canada impose sanctions on Chinese officials over human rights abuses in Xinjiang. Activists accuse China of torture, forced labour and sexual abuse, among other atrocities in the cotton-producing region. H&M's store on e-platform Tmall, owned by Alibaba, wasn't accessible on Wednesday. Chinese media reported that searches on JD.com and Pinduoduo didn't show any results either. China has bristled at criticism over its treatment of ethnic Uyghurs and says its measures are needed to fight extremism. Russia's prison service says Alexei Navalny's health is satisfactory after reports his condition was deteriorating. Julia Chapman reports from Moscow. The Russian prison service says medical examinations were carried out on Wednesday at Alexei Navalny's request. A statement said his health status was stable and satisfactory. The opposition figure was jailed in January on fraud charges he says are politically motivated. He was taken into custody on return to Russia from Germany, where he had been receiving treatment for poisoning. His lawyers say a sharp deterioration in his health behind bars is cause for concern. His colleagues have announced a fresh protest campaign to call for Navalny's release. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Welcome to Calvin's Barbershop. You all got to see this. I don't even want to know what you're looking at on that phone. Well, you should. I was learning about the dangers of high blood pressure and that we need to get ours checked regularly. High blood pressure can increase the risk of heart attack or stroke, but this text program can help keep it at a healthy range. Just text Barbershop to 97779 to sign up. I'll get right on it as soon as I'm done with this baby panda video. (laughs) Text Barbershop to 97779. A message from the American Heart Association and the Ad Council. It's important to plan ahead for emergencies, like Like the storm. storm. When When it kicked in, we had a plan. We were able to get in touch with each other in no time. The whole experience was the most frightening 10 hours of my life. 
If there's one piece of advice I'd offer other moms out there, it's to stay calm and keep to the plan. Some parents plan ahead. Some don't. Make sure you know where to find your family in an emergency. Start your plan at ready.gov. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Hello, Gubo. What have you got planned for today? Come on, this way. Adventure can be found anywhere, but the best place to start is in the forest. It's the most powerful magic there is. Head outside to discover incredible animals. Wow. And beautiful plants that come together to create an unforgettable adventure. <laughs> so grab your loved ones and explore a world of possibilities. Visit discovertheforest.org to find the closest forest or park to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the U.S. Forest Service. My teacher said that we should have a plan in case of an emergency. Do we have one? First thing I'm going to do is grab a flashlight with dead batteries. I'm going to start randomly throwing clothes in the bag. You two will be hiding in the closet and Dad won't be able to find you. And that's when we both start crying. Uncontrollably. Can you pass the cutlets? Winging it is not an emergency plan. Make sure your kids know what to do during an emergency. Who to call, where to meet, what to pack. Search ReadyKids at NYC.gov or call 311. Brought to you by the New York City Office of Emergency Management and the Ad Council. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Yeah, only on Safety FM. There you go. So a lot of stuff sounds like it's going on inside of the world um, as we are always consistently talking about the different things and the different aspects. So let's start getting into it. Let's start talking about the hit list. What exactly is going on? And let's go down that path right away a baby was born at 3 21 p.m on march the 21st in the area code of 321 of florida according to the health first cape canaveral hospital the newborn weighed in not at three pounds just in case but at eight pounds 12 ounces and is the first for parents cherish ingestion the hospital has also noted the family of three hospital room overlooked the space co- the space coast 321 blast off Sounds a little fishy, fishy to the to me. So there you go. Uh, so I guess are we must be in some kind of feel good news stories this morning um, as we're trying to get into some of this stuff. That's definitely the the way to go about it. Anyway, the body of a New York firefighter who went missing during a fire. At an assisted living facility was recovered late Tuesday night. Jared Lloyd was attempting to rescue residents of the Rockland County's Evergreen Court Home for Adult. And he became trapped in the blaze. His fellow firefighters attempted to reach him, but were unable to with the heavy smoke and fire. The fire at the assisted living facility burned for hours, killing one of the residents and injuring multiple others. Two, two of more. Okay, excuse me. Two or more of the hundred firefighters who responded to the blaze were treated for smoke inhalation. And once and one suffered a heart attack. So there you go. The cause of the fire is still under investigation. So a lot of stuff going on inside of there. You're saying that's your county, Jim Posel. Sorry to hear about what's going on up there. Always anytime talking about a loss of life, really never know what to say, especially when somebody was going forward and trying to do everything possible to be able to assist others. The gunman who killed 10 people in a mass shooting at Boulder grocery store was previously known to the FBI. 
The person who we are still not mentioning, 21 years of age, was linked to another individual under investigation by the Bureau. According to the New York Times, no one, no other details regarding the investigation was shared. The 21-year-old gunman who went on a shooting rampage on Monday has been charged with 10 counts of first-degree murder, and a motive of the, for the attack has not yet been established. It's interesting if you do take a listen to the media and to all the other stuff that is going on inside of the world about how people are seeing this, how they are looking at it and trying to put a political stance on it. And it all depends on what side you kind of hang out. If you go to MSNBC, they're saying one thing. If you go to Fox, they're saying another. And I just look at it and go, wow, how is this actually taking place? I just noticed that the lights behind me are not on. Um, So it's just interesting overall on how that actually works. So I don't know. Is it politically motivated what happened in the grocery store in Boulder? It is a question to ask because I think it is something to think about. We have all of these motivations that come about and that we talk about, but how are you looking at this? I mean, I take a look at it again of public safety, and I know that some things were said yesterday that some people might have deemed controversial in regards of gun control. I mean, we still have a problem with it, regardless on how you want to take a look at it. And thoughts and prayers are only going to get you so far until something's done about it. Yes, you have the right to bear arms. Think about it. Yes, that should be a thing. It is a thing. But let's kind of have, you know, let's let's kind of put our brains to that. Anyways, I don't want to go into that rant again. I already felt like I did that yesterday. Anyways, there is a new bunny in town, sort of. The Cadbury Bunny has crowned a winner of its third annual bunny tryout, selecting the Betty Betty the Frog from Florida. Yeah, the the candy company announced that the news teasing Betty's win of a historic leap forward. Betty, who was picked out of 12,000 entries nationwide, is the first female and the first amphibian to take home the top prize. She will be featured on the Cadbury Clucking Bunny commercial later this spring. She will also receive $5,000 cash prize with the company donating $15,000 to the American Society of Prevention of Cruelty of Animals in her honor. So there you go. Some good news out of that, I guess, as we're taking a look there. Don't know how it ties into what we're doing, but hey, it just happens from time to time. As of Wednesday, over 130.4 million COVID vaccines had been administered nationwide. Over 46.3 million Americans have been fully vaccinated, while more than 85 5.4 million have received at least one dose, according to the CDC. The total number of cumulative cases in the U.S. are slightly over 29.7 million, with more than now 541,000 deaths related to the virus. And that's the thing that we talk about, because we talk about that all the time, about how that virus, yeah, you know, the virus that's changing everything, has changed a lot of stuff going on. And we talk about this in As we have covered these numbers, from yesterday to today, the amount of deaths have been a 1,000 that we've actually seen according to what this information has been given to us. So I want to make sure that I do reference this as the numbers continue to increase. I will tell you, yesterday, 
one of the service providers in the local area was administering the Johnson and Johnson vaccine and they were accepting appointments for the state. Their whole system crashed because of people wanting to get the one jabber in less than 20 minutes because people were so populated in regards of trying to get onto their system to just do one and done and get the whole thing over with that it be i guess it became overwhelming it got so crazy yesterday as i was looking into this information that it started booking people that were supposed to take advantage of an appointment for yesterday booking the appointment yesterday for this upcoming weekend and it pushed them all the way out up to six months later it was actually giving them Actual appointments were September the 15th at 9, 12 in the morning, regardless of whatever you were actually trying to book it. So it became very interesting taking a look at it. Anyways, Miller Miller Lite is releasing a limited edition bar smells candle line. There you go. The collection featured a distinct bar-related scent that dive bars, the game day bar, and the beer garden. Each candle will cost about $20, and all the proceeds go to the U.S. Bartenders Gold Foundation. I would tell you, you know, just take some beer and spill it around your house. That might be easier, but now that we're seeing that it is helping a cause, it might not be worth doing that. Go out there and support if you can do so. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, Moderna is looking to create a dual vaccine against the flu and the novel coronavirus. Stefan Bansil, CEO of pharmaceutical company, announced this week that the dual vaccine could be ready for in a couple of years. Uh, thought it could be a subject of, of standard regulatory approval from the FDA, not an emergency use authorization as the COVID-19 vaccine has been. The current flu vaccines are OK in a great in a great year, and they are pretty bad in a bad year, Bansil said during the Wall Street Journal Health Forum. For an example, the flu vaccine created back in 2019 to 2020 season was about 45% effective, according to the CDC. This this past year, the flu was essentially non-existent, but according to the CDC, the illness has accounted for about 12,000 to 61,000 deaths annual since the 2010 era. So what do you think? What do you think if in a couple of years you could get a COVID vaccine tied into a flu vaccine? I mean, I would tell I would tell you a year ago that if at this point we would be talking about still COVID, I would be in shock. But then again, I was talking to a friend of mine earlier this week, and she was telling me that she had something that had occurred to her this week that she was surprised that if somebody would have told her the day before that she, that they would have bet her a million dollars that she'd be doing X, that she would have lost a million dollars because she wouldn't have believed that she'd be doing it. And I guess that's just kind of the way that some of these things go. So as we take a look at this and talk about it, what do you think about this? Do you think that you would do a dual vaccine if you had the opportunity to do so? Or are you still hesitant about the vaccine? I would love to be able to have conversations with people that have already had the vaccine and what they have encountered. Some people have talked about arm soreness. Some people have talked about flu-like symptoms afterwards. Some people said that they felt nothing except tired, went to bed, woke up the following day, and everything was perfectly fine. So it's interesting just to see. And then, of course, we've had some of the conversations of some of the other countries where people have claimed to passed away shortly after getting the vaccine. We've also seen some occurrences, but they're so minor, 
percentage-wise, still important, but minor percentage-wise of people passing away after getting the vaccine or actually getting COVID afterwards. Now, those have been few and far between, but it has happened. So it's interesting to me on how it does occur. Anyways, it is currently 21 minutes past the top of the hour. Let's continue talking. New York state officials have reached a deal to legalize marijuana with Governor Andrew Cuomo calling it essential to the state social and economic well-being. The deal would allow New Yorkers to legally buy and possess up to three ounces of pot and even grow plants in their personal use, sources told the Wall Street Journal. The plans are for a 9% sales tax on retail sales and could generate $300 million a year in new revenue with cities, towns, and villages able to, ta- to tack on 4% sales tax, the outlet reported. The reform measures will be included in the adopted laws of part state budget on April the 1st. Hold on, that's a bad day to start doing that. You say April the 1st, automatically everybody thinks you're trying to pull an April Fool's Day's joke on them um, when it comes to that particular regards. So being as that I'm not familiar with the New York laws currently is... Medical marijuana, okay. I mean, because if it's we're t- we're talking, it sounds like recreational. I mean, and of course, we're not talking about some of the stuff like they have going on in Oregon or Vegas, or excuse me, in, or Nevada, where you know there's some other stuff that you can do. So, how does it work there for the people that are from there? That's the interesting part as we do talk about it. Anyways, let's continue talking. A cargo ship the size of the Empire State Building got struck, got struck. Got stuck in Egypt's Sioux Canal on Tuesday. The blockage disrupted traffic for a 300-foot-wide man-made uh, waterway for nearly a day, and the ship hit the bottom of the canal. The ship was unstuck on Wednesday after being refloated and moved to the side of the waterway, according to Reuters. The canal is responsible for about 10% of the world's tra- of the world trade, including large amounts of oil. Well, that that makes for a happy day. So let's go into the market, see what exactly is going on. I'm going to bring in John Smalls, John Smalls real quick for him to give us the market minute, and then I'll talk right afterwards. The Motivation Minute is courtesy. Hold on. That's the wrong line, buddy. Oh, buddy, oh, pal. Motivation Minute. We'll do that, but let's do the, let's do the market minute. Here's your Market Beat Minute for Wednesday, March 24th, 2021. The markets gave up Monday's gains on Tuesday as markets digested commentary and Q&A from Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen and FOMC Chief Jerome Powell. The two tried to assure markets that the upcoming spikes in inflation will be small and short-lived, and the two would work in concert to alleviate shortfalls in the labor market. The S&P 500 fell close to 1% at the low of the day and was led by larger losses in the Dow Jones Industrial Average and NASDAQ Composite. Wednesday could be a repeat of Tuesday's action. There's little in the way of economic data or earnings news on the calendar, and another day of testimony from the once and former FOMC chief. Later this week, a read on core inflation could move the market as well. The consensus is for a gain of 0.1% compared to 0.3% in the month prior. A hotter-than-expected number would reinforce the market's fear of rising inflation. You can get the inside track in your inbox daily at marketbeatminute.com. So I got to tell you, it sounds very familiar like it was yesterday with that information right there. Just throwing that out there. Anyway, so let me give you what I have. Stock prices finished lower on Wednesday as the NASDAQ 
cratered about 265 points. The S&P slipped about 21 points, and the Dow finished about three points loss. Apple, Amazon, Facebook, and Microsoft helped drive the Nasdaq composite and S&P 500 lower during the session. Oil prices jumped about 6% after reports indicated the United States refinery capacity may may rebound following the cold snap in Texas. GameStop Corp plummeted nearly 34% after suggesting that it may cash out on company stock to fund a planned e-commerce expansion. So there you go. That's what's going on there. Some interesting stuff for sure. Now, here's the gig. Here's the gig. You know what I think is interesting is I'm seeing a lot of people posting about how gas prices are going up all of a sudden. Well, did you think they were going to stay low forever? I mean, keep in mind, there were people that were not traveling. And now people are driving more because of openings and all these other things. Kind of makes it slightly difficult to, um, you know, stay locked up if you don't, uh, you know, go out on the road. Or if you do go out on the road, how do you take a look at that? Kind of a couple of different things real quick as we are speaking inside of this world and talking about some other things going on inside of this little section. Anyways, currently 26 minutes past the top of the hour, and I think we're there. I think we are there, so let's start doing it. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's start talking about it because it is becoming an issue more and more as I do take a look around. And I feel that now we are getting to the point where the conversation needs to be had, even though the conversation should be had a long time ago. And keep in mind that if you have been a safety professional for some time, there has been this thing that has been done. And let me explain to you what it is. So it was not uncommon, and I will tell you, guilty as charged, of actually doing a class and showing videos of incidents and accidents inside of the class. No warning. No information. And just showing them. Now, I will tell you that I previously have worked for a pretty large organization that I had access to over about 10,000 in-camera videos. So these cameras cause trigger events. So anytime there was a trigger event, kind of we'd set up the parameter, it would send me an email with the potential trigger. And then I would actually use those for some of my in-house private classes. Keep in mind that I had the rights to the camera. And I had the rights for the recording because they were essentially the vehicles that belonged to the company. So that's how I was able to work. So I would use those for the shock value of actually doing them. It was the shock and awe value of really shocking the people that were inside of the class unexpectedly. So I will tell you, as this was occurring more and more, I had an incident that occurred inside of a class where I showed a video like that. And one of the young ladies at the time that was inside of the class, we'll just call it a student, does not matter their, their, you know, what sex they were, but I've already said it, that had had a family member who had died in a similar accident to the one that I was showing on the video. There was a breakdown moment inside of the class because of the reminder of what had occurred to the family member. From that particular point in life, it had changed my perspective going forward. I thought about it. 
gave it some consideration and said, man, you know, I should probably pre-warn people before I show these things and say, hey, if you don't want to be in here and you should probably move forward. Then shortly thereafter, I came to the conclusion that probably that was not the best way of doing things. There was ways to train people without having to mention or show videos that were of that nature because of PTSD and things along those lines. I came to the conclusion to get away from it. So now I am starting to notice more and more people going onto the social medias of the world and getting and obtaining CCTV videos and posting them and posting them for the shock and awe value. And really it's the posting for shock and awe and for me to get social media likes and for me to get social media comments because I'm unable to do anything otherwise. And I'm trying to turn around and say that it's a learning event. So I bring this up because we're starting to see more and more people doing this. And what I think is interesting is that yesterday in particular, I interacted with a person online that had posted a video and they were trying to use it in the name of learning. They were trying to use it in the way of what hazards mitigations could be in the way. And so I asked them about the shock and awe value and how it felt kind of sticky in regards or icky in regards of actually posting these things. And the funny part or the interesting part about the whole thing is then the person responded that it was supposed to be a learning event in regards of that. I still said that, you know, depending on how you were able to obtain the video, because just because somebody actually takes something that's private and releases and then you actually repost it does not make it public domain. I mean, let's think about it. So the person got upset that I responded. And decides to private message me. And that because I am a fellow hop practitioner or professional as they are, that if I want to ridicule their post, that I should contact them directly and not put it essentially in a public form. Well, here, I'm doing you a favor today. I thought it was interesting that they opted to do this. So I responded as I would normally do, regardless of the scenario. And they essentially told me that if I did not like the way that they did stuff, that I should disconnect from them on social media. And here is the sad part about what happens in this world of safety. When you disagree with someone, all of a sudden, that is the only response that they can give you. It is, agree with me or leave. Let me explain something to you. I don't have to agree with what you're doing. I think it's a shitty scenario of you actually posting videos of people being injured and your justification is that you're taking something out of context and you're saying, well, the person, if nothing major happened, I, you know, how you all of a sudden knew the outcome based on a 20 to 30 second or a minute video. And that is your justification. Now, here's the interesting part. I don't have to like what you're doing. And the great thing about social media is that you can comment on social media. If it was one-sided media, you'd be on TV. You're not. So I think I can post whatever I want in response to what you're posting. The sad thing is that we've become so one-sided that if you could only agree with what I have to say, that is the only case. But here's the other interesting part. 
When it comes to lifting and moving and stealing and doing all this other fun stuff that people tend to, I guess when you're accustomed to taking technology that other people have already created and you're accustomed that that's what you go around teaching, it bothers you when somebody calls you out on your shit. But then again, you're doing it all in the name of hope when you're essentially just doing e-colors or disc profile that somebody had already created. It's just kind of interesting because here's what I find amazing about those videos. You do it because you're trying to get some kind of validation on your social media for people to respond to what you have to say. But here's my question to you. If a family member of yours was winning one of those videos where they were mangled, where something happened to them, would you post it? Would you have the same feeling about it? Would you put it into the sphere, as you call it? Something tells me that that would not be the case. Something tells me that then all of a sudden it becomes a private moment. Interestingly enough, I have recently interviewed two people. Daniel Snyder, the safety philosopher, and Regina McMichael, the safety, the safety training ninja. I would love for you to ask them their opinion about those kind of videos. Just to give some different perspective. It's kind of amazing to me that people are always willing to justify their actions without trying to take a look at both sides. Now, don't get me wrong. I understand where you were coming from. But then again, I changed that aspect over 10 years ago. And to tell people, if you don't like it, disconnect with me, it's kind of childish, kind of childlike. So it proves to me that as much as people want to say that they're hot practitioners, they really don't do what they, what they preach out there. Because it's definitely not, it's definitely preaching. It's not actually doing. What happened to learning teams? What happened to open discussion and listening to what everybody has to say? I guess that's not really the case. It's my way or the highway. That's what I always find funny when you start talking to other people that are in the practice. Where they decide that they can't be open-minded enough. This is why here, at this particular joint, we have so many different kinds of shows that don't relate to only one topic of safety. Because I think we should be able to be open-minded enough to have conversations to be able to move forward. By the way, at any point, at any point, and I'm pretty sure that you won't take me up on it, if you want to come on and have your discussion, we can do it live right here. I don't shy away from anyone. Unedited, uncut, very live is exactly how I do it. I do stuff in public forum. You don't have to contact me in private. You can do it in public. You've been on the show before. So let's do it again. Let's do it with the video. Let's talk about it that way. But I have a funny feeling you're not going to take me up on it. Something just tells me that that's the way that that's going to go. Anyway, so as you can tell, I'm not a huge fan of shock and awe videos. I don't think that they bring value to what we're doing. But then again, what do I know? Just a guy behind a microphone. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back.
It may be hard to believe, but people just like you are already saving money. FeedThePig.org makes it easy. Their simple savings plan teaches you how to start saving without going overboard. So you don't need to start foraging wild berries. I was skeptical, but these are actually pretty good. You don't need to sell your soul to the devil. Fifteen bucks is the best I can do. You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Welcome to Calvin's Barbershop. You all got to see this. I don't even want to know what you're looking at on that phone. Well, you should. I was learning about the dangers of high blood pressure and that we need to get ours checked regularly. High blood pressure can increase the risk of heart attack or stroke, but this text program can help keep it at a healthy range. Just text Barbershop to 97779 to sign up. I'll get right on it as soon as I'm done with this baby panda video. (laughs) Text Barbershop to 97779. A message from the American Heart Association and the Ad Council. All right, let's go. Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh, my gosh, you don't know. <gasps> I know. You don't. <laughs> oh, man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. <laughs> no. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this. You will rock this. To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. It's important to plan ahead for emergencies. Like, like the storm. storm. When, when it kicked, kicked in, in, we had we a plan. We, we were able to get in touch with each other in no, no time. Idea how to find each other. The, the whole experience, experience was, was the most frightening 10 hours of my life. If, if there's, there's one piece of advice I'd offer other moms, moms out there, there, it's to stay calm and keep to the plan. Message. Some parents plan ahead. Some don't. Make sure you know where to find your family in an emergency. Start your plan at ready.gov. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. I'm a trial lawyer. I'm not part of your family, and I don't do skits with my mom. I'm a real lawyer, a damn good lawyer, the best lawyer this state has to offer. And I've built a reputation for standing up for the people of this country, righting the wrongs. You may not agree with all of my views, but when it comes to trying cases, there's only one view, justice. And justice is what I get. Fiker Law. That's why we're unstoppable. Oh, good old Jeffrey, Jeffrey, Jeffrey. I I love that guy. I love that guy. I really do. I really do here. Oh, here's Van Psych with Bright Nights. So this song's readily available on iTunes and Spotify if you so desire to do so. Taking a listen. And thanks for the questions in the box. I am okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There you go. There you go. So some music there. Yeah, I like this one. I think you should give it a a listen. So Bozel's jumping in right there saying, okay, here we go. Let's see what he has to say. He says, you got to be very careful on the videos you use in a training. Heed my warning. I, I understand that. Believe me, I entirely understand. But we're not talking so much about a training. In a training, we're talking about posting them on social media. Totally different equation there. 
totally different equation. And for the likelihood of seeing if I can get likes or people to comment, blah, 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 because I'm trying to be a thought leader, that's not really the way to go about it. It's just not. Because I'm going to tell you, the moment that that particular person or whoever the poster is has a family member that goes through something similar, especially someone close to them, they're not going to post that shit. They're just doing it because that's the way that they deem that they're going to get attention. I mean, look at it. Right now, we have dedicated almost, let's see, what is it, 15 minutes of this show to talk about this dumbass move. I mean, let's just be realistic. And the thing that bothers me to this point is that they can't be open-minded enough and then, let me send you a message in private. It's like, really? You don't have to be that stupid. Come on. Come on. If you want to do stuff in a public forum, let's do it in a public forum. So that's the thing. So like I said, open forum right here. If you want to come by, let's do it. Let's do it live on the Rated R Safety Show. That way nobody has to worry about what I have to say. And believe me, I don't censor people. You post something, you say something, you want to jump on, we'll put you directly in. I am not a shy person when it comes to talking on this thing. Not at all. Anyways, let's talk about some news, about some things that are going on inside of the world. Don't know if you've heard this one, but Prince Harry will become the first chief impact officer of Better Up Inc., a San Francisco-based startup that provides employee coaching and mental health assistance. The move comes about a month after Harry and Meghan made a final split and said that they would not return as working members of the royal family. In the new role, Harry will help promote mental fitness and expand the company's roster of coaches and customers, among other duties, according to the company's blog post. This was information that was provided by Yahoo! Yeah, Yahoo. Okay, so there you go. Um, some other things going on real quick. Ellen DeGeneres' talk show is losing viewers and revenue following the workplace toxicity scandal. DeGeneres used Tuesday's show to share the health update of her wife, Portia DeRose, who's feeling much better now after emergency Epidemic to see the, the behind the scenes, the generous shows and struggling having a large rating decline of more than 1 million viewers. It is the 18th season. Revenue is also reported to have fallen by $26 million for the September to January period compared to the year earlier, which can at least be partially attributed to the pandemic. One would assume so with everything going on. So anyways, that's coming out in the world there. Let's talk about some other things. Winter is coming. I should know. Let's talk about it. Are you a Stark or a Lannister? It is true that that show, like the Game of Thrones, allows you to lose ourselves in another world in a form attachment to characters who live there. And a new study has found that people who immerse themselves in their favorite shows can actually start to become a fictional character. Researchers from the Ohio State, or Ohio State University say that a person's brain starts to think about their favorite characters in the same way they think about themselves. Researchers examined the connection of in 19 fans of Game of Thrones as they thought that about themselves. Their friends and characters from the series while being subjected to brain scans. Lead study author Timothy Brown says that when we think about our favorite fictional character in one part of the brain, it appears to be similar to when we think about ourselves. Previous studies have found that when people experience stories, a connection can be made of the character that becomes intertwined with oneself. Brown says that now we can see the evidence that they're in their brains. So think about that. I know I feel the exact same way when I'm watching Mr. Bean. 
On the other hand, they weren't sure to make the fact that many men's brains waves haywire when they thought about, um, well, Emily, Emily Clark. I mean, think about it for a second. And then last but not least, and if you don't <laughs> equate yourself with Game of Thrones cast members, then you have no one to blame but yourself for that horrible final season. <laughs> there you go. I have to be honest here as I am talking about this. I have never seen Game of Thrones. I have never watched a single episode. I know what it is. I know of the show, but I have never watched it. Just not for me. Anyways, 45 minutes past the top of the hour as, as we are hanging out here. Anyways, let's talk about some Instagram stories. Facebook is planning to offer a version of Instagram app for kids under 13 who are technically not allowed to use the current app due to privacy regulations. The company has confirmed early reports saying that exploring parental control experience on Instagram, critics raised concerned immediately saying the kid-friendly Instagram is just a waste for Facebook to expand its user base and condition children to using the product so it can later make money off of them. Facebook lost the Messenger Kids app back in 2017, pitching it the way for children to chat with family members and friends approved by parents. It almost sounds like they're doing the same things as what they used to do for cigarettes, but that's a whole other story. Uh, that's nice, but I'm still waiting for TikTok for people who are over 13. I mean, I don't think they've made that one yet. Um, if you think everyone on Insta is over 13 now, I want to let you know that under the influencer of, you know, you get it, you get it, you get it. And I never understood why Zuckerberg brought Instagram for a billion dollars when he could have just gotten it for free on the app store. Think about that for a moment. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so let's talk about things that are turning 50 in 2021. Yes, things that are turning 50 in 2021. You ready for this? Walt Disney World. Email. McDonald's Quarter Pounder. All in the Family, the TV show. Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory, The Pocket Calculator, Dodge Ram, The Eagles, meaning the band, Floppy Disk. Yeah, remember those things? You know, the thing that most people associate now with saving something on their computer? Yeah, Floppy Disk. And last but not least, FedEx. Are you feeling old yet? Uh, just asking. <laughs> Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of BetterCreditCards.com. Earl Nightingale said, We become what we think about most of the time. And that is the strangest secret. This sure is true. If you spend your time thinking about your side gig, it grows and it could actually take over and become your main gig. But if you focus on the job you have, it can also help lead to better things there. I think the biggest struggle is really trying to figure out just what you really want to do in life. Once you've got that figured out and you've got a destination in mind, just focus on that destination until you get there. And if that's what you're daydreaming about and you're having vivid dreams each night about that, chances are you'll eventually make it there. Good luck to you. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of BetterCreditCards.com. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at MotivationMinute.org. 
You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, so let's talk about did you know? New research says that labeling wonky fruits and vegetables ugly makes us more likely to purchase them. The University of British Columbia studies determined that candid labeling indicates to consumers that only things that set the, the imperfect produce apart from aesthetics uh rather than uh poor nutrition or of taste so think about that consumers usually tend to reject unattractive produce leading them to immense food waste in the u.s farmers grow out about 30 percent of their crops annually because of they fail to meet the beauty standards wow that sounds like my dating life at one point or another we at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Ah, uh, so there you go. A lot of things to talk about. Hold on. I, I thought it was a good approach. It was a good blah, 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 blah. Okay, so anyways, some stuff going on. I, I always love when I ask people questions, and they actually respond via text. Yeah, sometimes they don't. <laughs> anyways, let's continue, let's continue talking. No winner for Tuesday night's Mega Million drawing. Uh, drawing, uh, let's see, Friday, Friday's drawing will be for $137 million jackpot or a $92.5 million cash payout. Anyways, let's talk about some other things. Sources closest to President Joe Biden tell The Hill that he hasn't indicated, that he hasn't indicated privately that the, he only plans to be a one-term president. So is, was he supposed to say that they're increasing chatter among the insiders that he fully expects to run again in 2024 and win officially administered line though. It has, there has been a lot time yet. I mean, there's only been a what? It's only been a few weeks after the current white house isn't even fully staffed. I mean, we, does this, I mean, I don't even know how this is part of a conversation yet. Didn't the other administration take some time to actually uh, get everybody inside too? I don't know. I don't know. I just bring it up when I see it. I don't care. Okay, so let's talk about this. Some people might be in shock, so let's talk about this real quick. Disney announced this week that it is releasing both Cruella and and Marvel's Black Widow simultaneously in theaters and on Disney Plus on Friday, May the 28th and Friday, July the 9th, respectively. Disney tried to recently uh, recently with Raya the Last Dragon to a lackluster box office of 23.4 million in the first 3 weekends yet it still declared a movie the success. Other films that were be over also recently shuffled around include Free Guy on August the 13th, 2021 was originally scheduled for May the 21st, Shanghai and the Legend of the 10 Rings on September the 3rd uh, was originally scheduled for July the 9th, The King's The Kingsman on December the 22nd, was originally scheduled for August the 20th. Deepwater was originally scheduled for January the 14th. Now will be released on August the 13th. And then Deep of uh, Death of the Nile on February 11th, 2022. It was originally scheduled for September the 17th of 2021. So there you go. Some things going on real quick. I have to tell you, I've been looking forward to a free guy with Ryan Reynolds. It does look pretty interesting. I mean, it's just one of those things that I kind of wonder about on when they'll be able to, to to release it. It's very interesting. Anyway, Steven Spielberg is making a movie based loosely on his life. Seth Rogen will play the favorite uncle, while Michelle Williams has been cast as Spielberg's mom, Leah. 
whom everyone knew because she owned a kosher deli named Milky Way. Production is said to begin in July. No word on who will play young Spielberg. So there you go. Some interesting stuff going on right there as we are talking about and moving real quick. Anyways, let's talk about some things that happened back on this day. Prince Charles test positive for COVID-19. Buckingham Palace says the Royals has experienced mild symptoms, but otherwise remains in good health. His wife, Duchess Camilla, tested negative for the virus. This occurred back in 2020. Also in 2020, Spain's death toll from COVID-19 overtakes China by 3,434 worldwide. Their total at the time, you ready for this, was only 20,836, which is still a huge number. But think about it in comparison to today's standards on how crazy that is overall. Anyways, let me tell you about a couple of things before I forget, because I do tend to forget things from time to time. Tomorrow, tomorrow is the is, uh, we'll be raffling off on this show what exactly is going on. So we are having a contest right now for you having the opportunity to enter a one-on-one with yours truly to have a one-on-one session. If you go to safetyfm.com forward slash contest, that's safetyfm.com forward slash contest, you can enter to win. We are doing the drawing tomorrow, so you still have the opportunity to do so. That is occurring tomorrow, so please still take your opportunity to enter. Also, another thing we got going on is next week few days away, March 31st, 2021 at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Safety reconfigured, cl- popular class backed by popular demand. We will be doing that class. You can come hang out with me. We, it is a live virtual session. So we will have that going and bowing. And by the way, tomorrow we will be announcing our new contest that will be coming about. So may, make sure that you're on the lookout for that one as well. So there you go. Some interesting stuff going on right away, right away as we are taking a look around and all that kind of fun stuff. So be on the lookout for that and we'll get that moving and grooving and rolling and bowling and all that kind of fun stuff. You know, all the other lingo we normally talk about. Anyways, let's talk about some birthdays for today. Big Sean, rapper turns 33. Catherine McPhee turns 37. Jenny Slate turns 39. Sean Ferris turns 39. Winter Ramos turns 42. Sarah Jessica Parker turns 56 today. And Elton John, yeah, the singer, turned 74. Also, today would have been Aretha Franklin's birthday. She passed away back in 2018. Anyways, currently 55 minutes past the top of the hour. Let's talk about some of the most important parts that we can talk about in the show. Here we go. The American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Remember, you are not alone. Whether you have struggled with suicide yourself or depression or have lost a loved one to it, know that you're not alone. Hear about personal experiences from people in your local community whose lives have been impacted by suicide and depression. You can go to their website at AFSP.org. That's AFSP.org. Or you could give them a phone call at 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK. Or you can text the word TALK to 741-741. That's 741-741. If you're struggling with either one, do not do anything else until you have contacted them. You are the most important part in this world. So don't do anything until you have reached out and spoken to someone there. Anyways, let's talk a little bit more real quick. As we are coming close to the end of the show, unless you want to come hang out at 
radiobig.fm. You're more than likely or more than welcome to do so as we'll hang out there for the next couple hours directly after this. Anyways, if you need a phone starter for today, try this one. What is the biggest or best thing you have ever won? If you need a random joke for today, try this one. I have a fear of over-engineered building. It's complex, complex, complex. Oh, if you need something for the water cooler for today, try this one. A study have found that this typically happens to a woman at the age of 34. What is it? She starts acting like her mother. I'm just saying what it says there. Don't don't come and shoot the messenger. Uh, so anyways, if you need some reasons to celebrate for today, try this one. National Lobster Newberg Day. National Medal of Honor Day. Feast of the Annunciation Day. Pecan Day and Waffle Day. So what if you mixed up that Pecan Day and Waffle Day and then had Pecan Waffle Day? I mean, I guess that could be a thing. You could celebrate both things at one time. That's for sure. Anyway, so a lot of stuff. I want to tell you, I think I should start talking about it. If you plan to be in Florida in the month of May around the 18th, I got something coming up that we should probably talk about that's an in-person event. We'll probably start talking about that as early as next week. So if you're going to be in here, if you're going to be around at that time, maybe we should have that conversation at that moment. Anyways, so there you go. Thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM. And that is the listener. Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. You can actually take a listen to us on safetyfm.com and at radiobig.fm. We do stream 24-7 on both stations. One's oriented to music, radiobig.fm, where the other one's oriented to safety and safety alone. So there you go, as you do are able to take a listen to that. If I could leave you with, the, with something to think about today, I would like to leave you with this one. Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. If you know what you want, go after it. Use the talents that you have. If you don't, it's not going to go anywhere. Anyways, I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. Duh. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. The views and opinions expressed on this. Or should I say, I'll see you tomorrow if you opt not to go to radiobig.fm at the moment. Go to radiobig.fm. Let's hang out. Let's do that. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.